Today's show is brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Go to AdamandEve.com right now and you'll get 50% off just about any item. All you have to do is enter the code word GLORY, G-L-O-R-Y, at checkout. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Studios in Chicago and beyond. This is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome at this episode 629 of Cognitive Dissonance. See, so I was thinking. You know, there's a certain, like, like timber and cadence to the opening, to the intro. Sure, sure. And I always think, like, right before I began, what if I just did it different this time? And you want to know why I don't? Why not? I wouldn't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like counting on your fingers. It's exactly, yeah. there, there is, like, I, the, I, was, I was like, I'm going to fuck with, I'm going to fuck with it. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it different. I'm going to say it with a different Record. tone. And there's no way I would be like, Recording live, just one. I don't think I could. Yeah. At this point, it is. It's it is. Much. It's yeah. in there. It's. It's, it's a rut. Yeah, it's in there. And so, that's it. Because <laughs> I, I was gonna fuck with it. I thought about it last week, and I'm like, oh, I didn't do it. And then, like, I don't think I'd get it right. I will point out too that in the past, you've fucked with the uh, Skeptics Creed. You tried to record the Skeptics Creed. Yeah. And uh, people were not happy. To no. Not no. Happy. We we when we got. I remember when we got new microphones. The first time we got like higher quality microphones. We thought, well, we'll just re-record the skeptics sure. creed so that it's at the same yeah. quality, level quality level as the rest yeah. of the show. And we did. And it was off. I if if there was a percentage of variance, I would say it was less than 10%. Yeah, it was, it was close. It was very close, and but it wasn't, it wasn't perfect. There was a there was a collective foot stamping. Nobody wanted that to no, happen. No, no, no. Everybody was very upset. Sorry, I, I corrected my pronunciation of tarot cards. So that I pronounced yeah, now the D. It says tarot cards, and if you're a, if you're a viewer on on YouTube, you know that we made a little joke about that. Yeah, you've got a with very the, clever little end, montage. With the end, we did a montage of the Skeptics Creed. So if you've never listened to our our podcast on YouTube and you watched it till the end, there's like a whole montage that we created. And in that montage, there's a part where you say tarot cards, but you say you sound like you say tarot cards. So there's a tarot card, and then it just says a card, cards. Really quick, and then it jumps away. <laughs> so we have we've sort of played on that over the years because we we recognize that there's a mistake in it, right? But people don't. They're like, don't no, change dude, that. Absolutely not. I would not. be very mad if you change that. Changing the intro would be almost impossible, impossible. for me to do at yeah. this point. What, changing yeah. the intro and changing the skeptic's creator couldn't both, do it. They're just both two, two fixtures that you can't change now. So it has to be that old shitty blue snowball recording yep. that you yep. recorded. Absolutely, years ago. that's it. Yeah. That's it for life. For it's it. it's in it. there. It's locked yeah, in, buddy. Sure. Yeah. It is Speaking locked in. Locked in. Yep. Let's talk about how we failed to uh, to protect uh, women. Even yeah. bring to the floor the uh, legislation. They had passed something in the House. This was in September of last year. They passed a, a bill that would enshrine into law across all fifty states 
basically Roe, right? right? Protections. Essentially yeah. protections yeah. for abortion. Reproductive choice protections. Exactly. Protections yeah. for reproductive choice. And what happened was uh, they didn't even get a chance to bring it because all the, the Republicans banded together and said, no, we don't want to even hear it. Yep. And Mansion. And Mansion. So they didn't even have enough votes to bring it to talk about it. It wasn't a vote. They didn't vote on it. So don't, don't, don't misunderstand. They didn't have a vote yeah. to decide it. They because, just had a vote to decide to talk about because it. Because that's how broken that. the fucking yeah. Senate is. If yeah. you guys, like, the Senate is the most fucking broken, shitty, garbage institution that if you want to be obstructionist, so there is a there is a, a tactic, a, a strategy, almost a strategery. There is a tactic or a strategery. A strategery. To not go on record opposing things. Right, right. Yeah. And so we will often, you will often see um, one side or the other attempt to bring a bill to the floor for a vote because sure. they want to say they want you on record. They want you either opposing or, or taking a stance. Say that shit out loud. Right. Say yeah. it out loud. Say it out loud. Let me write down. Say it, it out said. loud. Right. But I think that, and and so and and so what what can happen is the opposing side can then vote not to vote on it. But then that has also become a de facto vote. If yeah. you want to, if you ask me, like. This would be 49 to 51 if they got to actually vote. Sure. The, there's no okay. difference. They would have been okay if they would have brought it to the floor. Right. Right. Everybody would have been fine. It still wouldn't have passed. They st In fact, it might have even had fewer people because I know there was one guy in Pennsylvania that was hemming and hawing about this yeah. and that said already that he wouldn't vote for it if it came. Now, he might have been willing to hear it. Right. But he might not have voted on it. Right. And that's the thing is, and th what they don't want is they don't want that soundbite of them having to give a speech on the floor opposing women. It's what's what's really kind of crazy is the right has gotten their fucking wish list, right? Yeah. They, they're fucking Santa Claus, horrible, horrible wish list, and they are backing away. They're backing away from it. The 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 um the right's narrative now is not about how great it is that we won. Their their narrative right now is all about let's pay attention to the leak. Yeah, because if they can shift the conversation among their base, if they can shift their conversation from winning the fight um, in their minds, winning the fight to destroy reproductive choice for women and make them second class citizens um, and make it about this leak, then they don't have to contend as a party with all of the center right people who might be, you know, socially conservative, sure. but pro-choice. Sure or be fiscally conservative, but pro-choice. And there's a significant number of those people. So they're not doing the fucking happy dance. They're not They're Instead, they're trying to shift. Mitch McConnell's basically said, I don't want to talk about that. Let's talk about the leak. Yeah, yeah. Let's and not talk about Roe. Let's talk about the leak. What's interesting is that they, there's, there's a lot of speculation out there that it might have actually been a conservative leak. Yeah. Because the conservative position might not have been as solid as they thought. And then if they leak it, now the p position has to be sort of solidified. Yep. And it has to be these votes. And so there was a possibility that somebody might have said, no, you know what, maybe not. And although I can't think of who on that that bench would have moved over from that position. I'm thinking about who's signed on to it. And you're like, Alito's the one who penned the fucking thing. So right. it's clearly yeah. not him. Kavanaugh and Amy Coney Barrett, they're, both locked, they're in. both locked in. Fucking Clarence Thomas is, is locked, locked in. in. And then Gorsuch, it might be your only shift. Maybe that's maybe, maybe that's, that's the your only, only one shift. Yeah. By but the rest of them, it's like there. You're just like those people are locked in. I don't know how you're gonna. But anyway, they they don't know yet who leaked it. Um, 
There's a big thing about protesting now. So they're protesting outside of houses uh, of the Supreme Court justices. I don't know if you saw this. I did. And there was a pushback. They actually passed a bill or something very quickly to help protect them, which is bullshit. It's just like that. Like if you're going to fucking, you know, you're going to do this. We should, people are going to protest. They, they stand outside of abortion clinics yep. and, and, and harass these women as they come in to like, you know, sometimes just get contraception or like rape counseling or something. Yeah. Planned Parenthood provides a host of services for women. In addition to abortion, yeah. a myriad of, of resources to women across the country. They're, they're a tremendous medical resource. Yeah. So they're not just an abortion provider. And the Supreme Court ruled the, against a law that would have prevented uh, protesters from being too close to the building. There was a yeah. law that was passed in sure, a couple yeah, of states yeah, saying, yeah. you got to be like, I don't remember what it was, like 75 feet, feet away or 100 feet, feet or something. Yeah. And they said, no, absolutely not. You know, free speech. So there is a law. I did read that there is a law that says that you cannot protest outside of any sitting judge's home with the intent to influence the decision. Sure. But I don't think that applies because the decision's been made. Yeah, right. So that's it. That's fucking done and done. And I'll tell you what, if a fucking sidewalk outside the abortion clinic is fucking fair game for a group of people who have have a violent history. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Bombing of abortion Abortion clinics. providers have been shot. Yeah. They've and, been and fucking bombed, bombed and yeah. firebombed and yeah. shit. So sorry, motherfuckers. Own your shit. Yeah, own your, you know, own you your should shit. just be like, cool, you know what? I did vote that way. And that's yep. the way it's going. You know what? I would say just get used to those people because, okay, fine, you'll kick them out now. But guess what? Once it becomes enshrined in law in less than four months away, yep. then what? Is it fair game now? Well, it, and it's it's one of the one of the arguments in Alito's terrible, terribly argued reasoning um, was like, look, it, Roe versus Wade has caused so much faction and division yeah. within this country that we have to overturn it because we need to heal the faction and division. It is bad for the country for Roe versus Wade to exist. Well, if that's true, why are all these people outside your fucking house? Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Like, where's the... It, that it's, didn't that's fix anything. Nonsense. It actually, it actually, right. it actually was... It exacerbated the problem. It is such a fucking bullshit argument to say... Hey, you know, one of the great ways to bring the country together would be to create a system of two Americas yeah. where some states get one rule yeah. on a deeply contentious issue and other states have an entirely different rule on a deeply contentious personal choice issue. How in the world are you saying that's how we come? That's how we one come of together. the ways we come together we is by having different fucking rights for different yeah. people depending on your geographical location. And 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 how how absurd is it, Tom, for them to look across the way and say, yeah, and we're gonna heal the nation by going with the the, the fifteen to thirty percent of the nation that wants this to happen. That's a great right? point. Yep. You know what I mean? Like like it's a minority view. Yeah. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna have the tyranny yep. of the minority, and that's gonna be our kumbaya moment. That's yep. gonna be the moment that we can look in and be like, we're all together in this one, yep. folks. Yep. We took away rights of half the population of the United States based on the uh, based on a, a much lower percentage of people who want to take those rights away. Yep. Bullshit. Yeah. It's a nonsense. Bullshit. It, it the 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 number of people that in polling disagree with this yeah. is enormous. And you know, enormous. If you look at the people, there's a lot of people who just agreed with Roe. Right. You know, Roe was restrictive. Roe versus Wade was, was restrictive. Yeah. You know, the first 20 weeks was not, 
But after that, it was it was restricted, it was restricted. Depe- yeah. depending on the state you're in. And a lot of people across the country were like, you know what? That kind of makes sense. It makes sense that you know it starts to get more restrictive as time as goes time on, passes. and the and the and the uh, the fetus starts to become more and more viable. That makes sense to me. That that the way they did it makes sense. And to enshrine, like, there's a lot of people who are just like, I liked the way that worked. Right. That's all. And you look at the way the way it strikes out now. It's like when you take away, like you look at the places that are going to take it away. We talked about it last week. We talked about how many different places we're going to take away abortion rights from women in this country. And you're looking at 20 plus states right away. Boom. It's just going to be yep. gone. It is yep. gone, man. Gone overnight. And in, in many of those, 28 states, and in many of those states, there will be no carve-outs of any kind yeah. for rape or incest or fetal viability. So, you know, you, you, in many states like Texas, there, there's no carve out for fetal viability. So like, if you have a fetus, which will not ever be viable, you have to carry it either to the point of stillbirth, miscarry it or deliver it that, that, that fetus and watch it die in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. That is what the law will require of some people, regardless of the tremendous risk of carrying a kid, of having a, a, of a fetus. Of of giving birth, none of these things are risk free. Yeah, no, and 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 the way they're talking about it to to prevent damage to women, right? To talk about this, this that their talking point seems to be it's it's going to help prevent this sort of possibility of women being hurt by this abortion procedure. But being pregnant is way more dangerous. And we yeah, talked to we I, talked to abortion provider who even yeah, said as much. And I I read something and I I I didn't it's it. The numbers seem to vary depending on what you read. But from what I read, being pregnant and delivering is 10 to 20 times more dangerous than having an abortion. Abortion is a super low-risk procedure. As medical procedures go, it's a super, super low-risk procedure, especially at the time frame where over 90% of abortions take place. Over 90% of abortions take place within the first, like, 10 or 15 weeks. I forgot what the number is. So I think it's 15 weeks. So you're looking at within 15 weeks, you're looking at like a, a tiny risk. Yeah, we take yeah. we take greater risks when we go get like a fucking nose job. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, it's ridiculous. There's an article that we we looked at this week, and it was from the New York Times, where they fact checked uh, Samuel Alito and the different things that he had he had said in his in his uh, argument that he put forth this hundred page argument uh, to remove Roe. And the one that really struck to, struck out at me was the one that talks about the heartbeat. Yeah. Because we had a conversation with Jessica about this just a, a couple weeks ago. Jessica was just on The Daily, by the way, if you want to hear uh, Jessica, who was on our program maybe four weeks ago, talking about before this, this was leaked. Right. We had a conversation about how terrible it was in Texas because they had six weeks to hear the quote-unquote heartbeat. Right. And then after that, they couldn't— That's they, it. Well— they could. You certainly could perform an abortion. It wasn't against the law. Right, but, but there were civil penalties. If someone yeah. finds out, right. they could sue the provider. They could sue somebody who helped, et cetera, et cetera. So it was a, it's, a, it's, it's essentially economically not a thing that you could right. do, right? So nobody, every, all the abortion providers down there are noping the fuck out of it. They're like, yeah. oh, I'm good. So they're, they're sending people to other states. We talked to her, and she was saying it's not even a heart. It's just like a signal. It's not a heart. Yeah. And they they use it to evoke emotion mm-hmm. in the people who want to say it's a heart. Yeah, it's it is it is a nonsensical argument. The, the the legislature, here's what Alito wrote. He wrote, the legislature then found that a five or six weeks gestational age, an unborn human being's heart 
begins beating. But that's not true. So when we think of what a heart is, just if you picture a heart, a heart is a is a thick, dense piece of muscle with valves that pushes blood around. Yeah. At five or six weeks gestational age, that simply is not a physical not a reality. Yeah. And the idea of what a heartbeat is, you know, like put your fucking ear to the chest of a loved one and listen for their heartbeat. That's not what you get at five or six weeks. The heartbeat, quote unquote, is a um, artifact of a machine that is listening, listening, quote unquote, not with audio, but listening for an electrical signal and then translating that electrical signal into audio yeah. for the purpose of making you feel something. Yes. Yes. It's fake. It's all nonsense. Yeah, it's There's theater. no heart. It's, it's fucking theater. theater. That's exactly right. And and that's what they're doing. They're making it. They're they're creating a theater piece to make to make people doesn't matter man or woman on fall for their side. Yeah. Because it makes it feel like it's more human and more alive and more a uh, grown up than it actually is. Right. It's a it's a, it's seriously blowing your fucking nose at six weeks, man. Yeah. It's that. It's fucking, it's what you, when you open your snot rag, <laughs> that's essentially the same thing. It's not yeah. a fucking person. No, it's, it's, it's not a fucking person. And it, this, it, the, the right response to this, I'm going to read it again. And then I think the right response I'm going to give is it's two words. The legislature then found that at five or six weeks gestational age, an unborn human being's heart begins beating. And I would counter that with, so what? Yeah, no, you're absolutely Even right. if that were true. Even if it's true, you're right. And it's not. You're right. No, you're right. But my counter that would be, so fucking what? You know, we recognize with other human bodies that the beating of a heart is not right. the same as life. You're absolutely right. So if my, if, if my body, if I get in a fucking car wreck or something tomorrow and my heart is beating, that is not how we decide if someone is alive right. or not. Right, right. If, if, that's not the standard. The standard is brain activity. Right. And that's not even the standard because it's higher brain activity. So if the brainstem is still kicking, we have no problem saying the brainstem's active. It's motivating the heart to beat. The lungs are breathing. But this person is not in any functional way alive. And it is perfectly morally acceptable to almost everybody yep. to harvest organs, pull the plug, you know, make decisions about end of life because we yep. know that brain activity is concomitant with our understanding of what life really is. At five or six weeks, not only is there no functional heart, there is no brain. There is no meaningful idea of a brain. And we know it. So the answer to blah, 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 heartbeat, that's so what? Yeah. So fucking what? That does not in any way supersede a woman's right to own her own body. And the other arguments in here, the next one where they're talking about dilation and evacuation procedures, where they... They actually take uh, surgical instruments to crush and tear the unborn child. Those are those are Alito's words, right? That's what Alito's right. saying. And again, it's one of these emotional arguments to get you to, you know, after 15 weeks, they've got to basically dice the baby up, and that's a horror. And right. that should, right. and you're just like, look, man, there's some women out there who, you know, are you going to force a woman whose whose baby's dead to go through something like that? To to you're going to make them right. have a child because you're just like, sorry, that. What you're going to have to do to this dead body offends me too much. Offends me, someone who's not involved in this at, at fucking all. all. Yep. It offends me too much. You can't do it. Yeah. Right. I'm going to make a whole fucking law that uh, that bans all abortion, even when the fucking mother's life is at risk. Yep. For for 
for because for, because it makes me feel icky, right? Because you're telling me a bedtime story that I don't like. Yep, that's exactly. It, and it, it's it's again, it's it's that theater piece yeah. that you were mentioning. It's it's there not because it belies a reality around life and dignity that we should really have a meaningful conversation about. Sure, it is all just theater to get people to feel a sense of revulsion. Yep. Because if they can if they can get people to feel a sense of revulsion strongly enough, then they can they can strip women of their personal Absolutely. bodily autonomy. Absolutely. So th this revulsion feeling, it's like that. It's a it's tactic, that, yes. man. You know, you've brought it up before that the book, The Righteous Mind, like yeah. it's, it's important. Like he, Jonathan Haidt mentions many times, like our feelings of revulsion are the first things before our moral decision yes. and moral judgment making. Yes. So it's a very clever, but obvious tactic that if we can create the revulsion, then we can backdoor our way into the moral judgment. You can control the rest of it. Right. Yeah. And so if we just write a narrative about, you know, the ripping and the tearing of this, you know, human being, which is theatrical more than it is true. Yeah. Then we can get our way into the moral judgment piece. Yeah. yeah. That's the wind. So this story comes to the New York Times. I lost my baby. Then anti-vaxxers made my pain go viral. So this is a very sad story. It comes from the New York Times. Um, and it's about a woman who um, had posted her experience. She's a prolific user of social media. She posted her experience getting vaccinated, vaccinated online. Yeah. And then vaccinated and she was pregnant at the time. Right. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. And then uh, later, totally unrelated, she lost her child. So a tragedy, a terrible tragedy sure. in this woman's life. And she posted about that too. And anti-vaxxers connected those two dots, which were not in any way medically connected, no. and basically turned her tragedy into a meme in order to um, promote their anti-vax yeah. narrative that vaccines kill babies and cause, you know, cause yeah. all this terrible harm. I want to read, I want to read so the, the, the person created an image of my tweet side by side, one from July where I shared my relief at being vaccinated while pregnant and another from September with my story of my loss and a stranger had written, quote, safe and effective, end yeah. quote. What a fucking shitty troll, yep. garbage human being. Because, you know, it's, it's that cause and causality bullshit where somebody just doesn't know what caused anything. But since I say it out loud, now I can basically, you know, put these pieces together for all of you, cutting yep. out everything else that could possibly be in this woman's life that could have caused this. In fact, if you read this article and you look at the things that they talk about, getting COVID is way worse, way, 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 worse. way, way worse. Yep for your pregnant woman than getting vaccinated. In fact, they say the vaccine has no effect whatsoever on your pregnancy. However, getting COVID very much can be very, very, sure. very dangerous for the baby. Yep. Even still, people were still shying away from the vaccine and then using this woman's pain on social media as a way to push a point she doesn't agree with. Yep, it got so bad for this poor woman that she had to step back and have people read her social media and basically interact with her online life for her while she was able to deal with her yeah, grief because right. her, her space online that was hers had become hijacked by assholes. This feels like the Sandy Hook shit. It does. Right. hundred percent does. Yeah. It's like, let's find somebody suffering 
ignore the reality of their pain and then weaponize that for our bullshit yep. cause. Use it, use it again. Not only are we taking and man manipulating and moving their, their original message into what we want, which is completely opposite of their message. Yep. Now what we're doing is we're turning that against them and against all these other people. We're connecting dots that don't exist. Yep. And it, what a shitty fucking troll thing to do. There's a disconnect from the fact that like every person you meet online is a fully actualized person with yeah. feelings and life experiences. And we have, we've created an idea that that's not real and that everybody online is a fair target and is fair game. And that is just nonsense. Like that is a, that is a, a, a method of living in your world that is lacking in empathy and embracing cruelty for weird personal motivation. Yeah. It's a horrible thing to do. It's a really, truly horrible thing to do. And it, it really speaks to the denial of the reality of, of humanity that comes from these kind of like um, impersonal, impersonal, impersonal interactions. Reactions. Yeah, yeah, these impersonal reactions, these places where we're not, you know, because who does that to a person? Who does that to a human? Yeah. Nobody's, right? it's, nobody's it's doing that face-to-face. That somebody face. would do that face-to-face. But when it's online, it feels like it's okay. Yeah. And they're so far away from you. It's not even, it doesn't, like you say, it doesn't even feel like a real person. Yeah. No one's doing that at a cocktail party. Right. You go to a cocktail party and you know this whole story. It's not like somebody, you've never been to a cocktail party probably where somebody says, hey, there's Tom. Here's a personal tragedy. I want everyone to clink your glass. Yeah. Clink your glass. Yeah. I want everyone's attention. Yeah. I would like to use this person's yeah. personal tragedy at this cocktail party in order to push my my political or other agenda. That doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah. And it shouldn't be happening online. But like we've lost our sense of connection and compassion. Sure. And that's a that's a that's compounds the tragedy sure. that this person sure. suffered. Yeah. Is there a link between this and say the Herman Cain Award? Yeah, probably. Are they the same? I don't I, think they're they, not the same. There's not the an same. equal sign. Yeah, there. I don't think they're the same. But no. I think that there's a link there especially the people who are shitty on the Herman Cain Award or like, good, another dude dead or whatever. Yeah. Like when I viewed it, I, I always felt it as like a real tragedy to look at. Like I, I would look at it and see the, because there you can see the cause, right? You're like, these people weren't masking. They didn't believe in COVID. They went out and they did all this stuff and then they got COVID and they died. Yeah. And like, like that was like, you know, drinking and driving and dying from drinking and driving. Like you can see it happening. This is, this is not the same. It's not the same thing. It's like there, there's no connection between these two things, but you're making a connection. So that's, that's how it's different personally. But then it's also different in the sense that like, I don't know that everybody really viewed the same way, like Herman Cain Award the same way. Because I know I didn't view it as a way to be like, ha ha, you're dead. Freud, yeah. I viewed it as a way to be like, wow, what an amazing repository of people who literally went in the face of science and then died because of it. And there's, a, and now we have a, a digital record of them. Yeah. I, it's, it, it's a tough spot because it depends on like, if you prioritize your worldview over someone else's, which everybody does. Yeah. But the thing is like the worldview of science is just demonstrably true. It's just true. It's just true. And yeah. like, and they would argue the same thing, except yeah. for they, like, there's no backup. There's no to backing. Yeah. Yeah. Like your point about drunk driving is well taken. Like we take beat up, cars that are crashed up from wrecks and they'll like they'll like tow them to schools and be yeah. like this car was in a drunk driving wreck the person died yeah 
you know, and the, so they'll use those as sort of like, remember that from like the yeah, 90s, sure. they did that yeah, shit all the yeah, time. Yeah, they did all the time. I feel like the Herman Cain Award is kind of the same thing. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a drunk driving car. Right. Like, look at this accident. This can happen to you. Well, what are you going to do about money and bills and... You know, I've never really liked paying bills. I don't think I'm going to do that either. This story comes from Vice. This story's fucking crazy, man. The QAnon queen told followers they didn't need to pay bills. It didn't end well. I feel like we got to read large parts of this. Yeah, uh, totally. So there's a QAnon queen of Canada, which I just learned about from this article. I had no idea. Question. Yeah. The queen has all the swans. Does she have the Canadian geese? Oh, the QAnon queen of Canada? First of all, the QAnon queen of Canada... It's wonderful alliteration. It's a great way to say so. I mean, like, I it love feels, it. I feel like I feel like that's a that's a shirt that makes itself. I, thank you. Yeah. I love yeah. I, I only want to read this article so that I can continue Keep to say the QAnon Queen, Queen of, of Canada. Canada. I agree. It's great. I agree. But Canadian geese, Canadian geese, they're gonna have the I who wins in a battle? This uh, uh, admittedly, a swan can a swan fuck will up kick a, a goose's fuck ass. Up a goose. But I think there's more geese. There are more geese. Oh, right? so it's the it's the, so it's the horse-sized duck. Yeah, it's thing. a horse-sized duck versus a duck-sized horse. Right. Or well, a whole bunch of it, it's a quantity whole bunch over, of, over size. A whole bunch issue. of duck-sized horses. So it's a Okay, so if it's a quantity over size issue, I'm always going quantity. Yeah, I feel like you go with the geese on this one. There's probably way more. Let's just presume there's we're gonna make a judgment right now. There's way more geese than swans in the world. There probably isn't. I don't even know. But I'm, I have no idea. I'm guessing. I'll tell you what I have seen. At least there are in North America. In North though. America, there sure are. And I will say this though. I used to work at this place, and this place was um it was a place that's nearby, it used to be a research center for one of the big oil companies. And I used to work there as a cafeteria worker. I was a guy who worked in the kitchen. And in this ca- in this place, right outside the cafeteria was this huge pool. It was like a big, like, what are those draining things or whatever, retention ponds, yeah, whatever okay. they call them. Mm-hmm. Big old fucking pool. Had, like, you know, fountains in it and shit. Yeah. But it was big. I mean, it was big. Right. Like, you know, maybe about the size of, you know, maybe like a full three-acre Okay, yeah. It was a so big it was, one. Yeah, it was right. a size of yeah. And they had geese, and they had a ton of geese that would come in, migrate, and they right. shit all Every, over the place. Uh, they shit uh-huh. everywhere, and there's constant just goose poop for for weeks and for the entire place because yeah. you covered in goose shit. So they went out and they bought a couple of swans. Yeah, and they put the swans. They made a nest and they put the swans in the middle of the thing, and they were male and female. They had a baby, and that baby was out there with them. And those swans killed those fucking geese. They would just kill them. They just, they yeah. just, I don't know how they did it, but those swans, just, those swans are huge. Yeah. They are like a goose is like up to maybe, you know, if you're, you know, average height, it's probably up to like your thigh or your crotch. These things were like eye level. They were big fucking animals. And they would just grab a goose and just be like, you're dead. Nature's metal, bro. Yeah. And they would just yep. shake the fuck out of that thing until it died. And then they would move on and be like, whatever, my day's continuing. Not that long ago, I looked up some, cause like, I was like, how fucking geese are so ornery. Yeah. Geese are so ornery. And I was like, I wonder how strong a goose really is. A goose is strong enough with its wings to break your arm. No kidding. A goose can hit you with its stupid fucking wing and its ornery goddamn honking face. It can hit you hard enough to break your arm. Wow. A goose can fuck you up. So if a goose can fuck you up, and those dude, a swan will straight kill those you. Those swans are fucking yeah. enormous. They're they are enormous. huge. But anyway, uh, the, the... And the queen owns the queen. The queen, we found out when we were in the UK, the queen owns all the swans in the, in the UK. world in the world in the world Pardon guys me, in the world so does the queen of canada own all the canadian geese we're still gonna we're gonna look into it but anyway the queen of canada also happens to be the QAnon queen of canada the QAnon queen of canada 
is, uh, let's just read this. Yeah, okay. sure. Followers of a QAnon influencer who's convinced some Canadians she's the true queen of Canada are saying their utilities are being cut off because they were told by their sovereign that they no longer had to pay bills. One woman has repeatedly told <sighs> her fellow QAnon queen followers she's, quote, stopped paying hydro, water, natural gas, property taxes, line of credit, and my credit cards, end quote. She pushes hard on her fellow true believers to join her in not paying their bills and chastising those who continue to pay. Quote, the more who do it, the quicker we can be free of enslavement, quote, she wrote on one of the group's Telegram channels. Quote, those still living in fear are making it harder to get out. Don't be afraid because we're in this together. So people have taken, they're, they're, the fucking Q people are nuts. And they think that there's a fucking, this, this, this is, is a, sovereign citizenship. This is sovereign citizenship. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. And in fact, the, the article quotes a sovereign citizen researcher later on being like, this is kind of some standard, fair, sovereign yeah, citizen right. nonsense. Don't pay taxes. You, you, don't have, you can't arrest me. Right. I don't have to pay utility bills because I don't even get that one. Yeah, well, because uh, these guys think that there is a royal proclamation from an actual queen of Canada. That's not even how your government works. That says y'all don't have to pay your bills and everybody else is just like a sucker. Yeah. And they just pay him just because. But the other thing, too, is like this lady, this queen, this QAnon queen of Canada, she wound up crowdsourcing her bus trip around the country. And she brings like 25, 30 followers with her. And she has a little RV that they drive around. But she crowdfunded this. This lady's raking it in, man. She knows what she's doing. This is is a scam. These people are being scammed by this poor woman, by this woman. And all these, this other poor people are, are paying attention to her and listening, and then they're getting their shit shut off. And these are not people, Tom. Here's the thing, man. Yep, being poor sucks. Okay, yep. being poor sucks. You wind up getting your get your fucking gas shut off. Now suddenly you got to pay late fees. You got to pay uh, reconnection fees. You got to pay uh, like sixty different fees just to get yourself back in. Mm-hmm. Get your car impounded. Watch what you have oh, to yeah. do. You know anything that happens to somebody who is who is in poverty that it is expanded on not only because they're spending more of their percentage of their income in order to get it fixed, but they're also getting caught with all these fees that are, we just tack on because yep. we don't like you. And we want to make sure that we we basically punish you for being in poverty. Yep. And that's what we do to people all the time. Man, electric bill, same thing. It doesn't cost them any extra different bullshit to change your electric bill. It doesn't do it. No, nope. they don't give a fuck. They don't care. It's a, they're gonna they're gonna turn a thing in the fucking in the in the they're gonna go to a switch or whatever. They're gonna send some guy yep. out. How much does that cost? Yep. How much does that cost? But it's gonna cost you hundreds of dollars to get your stuff changed. They're gonna pay. They are they lose somehow losing money because you didn't pay them ahead of time. I mean, they lost the initial money that they used to give you your utility or whatever. But now the. That doesn't matter, but that shit racks it up yeah. these late yeah. fees. And suddenly you're under this crushing mountain of debt and you yep. can't do anything about it and you can never crawl out of it. And these people in this article are telling her, look, I got my shit off. I literally cannot. I don't have the money to turn yep. it back on. And these are a set, like we've talked about this in the show before. Like it is more expensive to be poor in both whole dollar and percentage, percentage terms. Too. You're, you're, the, the actual dollar to dollar costs for being poor are higher. It's more expensive per yeah. dollar to be poor. Go get car insurance living in a poor neighborhood yeah. versus car insurance living in a wealthy neighborhood. Yeah, man. Your car insurance is in whole dollar terms, but then when you calculate that in percentage terms, to your point against your income, 
it is even more egregious than all of these systems of like bank overdrafts and reconnections and late fees. All of those things are designed specifically because they disadvantage poor people. It's a form of sort of capitalist class warfare that keeps poor people poor. So, and this lady is like, you know why she's doing this? Because if, if most of the people who follow her don't have a lot of money, but she says, don't pay your bills. Suddenly they have they more, money more money to, to give her, to give her so she could do so her she, RV trip right. around the country. Right. And they, have, and these people are desperate to like, I got all my shit. To, these are essential services. How do you want to, you want to live in Canada without natural gas? You want to live these are, this is your electricity, your water, your power. These people are making decisions for their families. There are kids now, certainly as a result, who are living in homes that don't have, have water. electricity or water. Like, if you, if, you get, if you buy a house that doesn't have running water, it won't get the occupancy certificate. Yeah. It's not fit for occupancy until you have at least running yeah. water. The amount, of, the amount of damage that this causes, and it's a ripple effect, right? Yeah. It's a ripple effect, and, it, and, it, and it, it, this will ruin someone's life. This can ruin someone's entire life by just having their gas shut off or yep. whatever. It can ruin their whole life. Think of how long they have to be in debt. I mean, they got to go to a, one of those car loan places, and then they got to put their car loan they up. Get payday loans. Payday and loan. Yep. And then they're stuck in that cycle forever or whatever. I don't know what the laws are in Canada about payday loans. So maybe they don't even maybe have they don't. Yeah, maybe they're, they're actually maybe they're Maybe decent. they're more enlightened than we right. are, and they don't have payday loans. Um, but, but, you know, in, in the United States, I could tell you, it would be a fucking disaster. Yep. It would be, a, and, and you would. know what? There's not a ton of services to help you out of that shit. No, that's why Modest Needs exists. That's exactly. Literally the reason we even need it's an organization gap. like Modest it's Needs. It's a gap organization yeah. that fits that, they, they search out that gap between desperate services, which is what we, you know, what, what happens when you're on the street or whatever, versus, you know, people that are, you know, able to live yep. or whatever. And it's just like the, that gap service doesn't exist in our country. Yep. That's I, why it's there. And this lady, the, these, the, the thing is like the, the Q folks, and we talked about this on Skeptics in the Pub today when we recorded that. So if you guys have a chance to go over those, those videos are available to watch on Twitch. Yeah. Um, I think you can also link to them from YouTube, our Facebook page. I think they're going to be on their YouTube page too. Yeah. So we, we, we've talked about this. The, the Q nonsense is insidious because it is all encompassing. Yeah. And any grifter worth their salt is going to look at Q and say, yeah, I'm latching onto that, man. I am latching onto that because it's, I can put my arms around any circle. That, that Venn diagram is so big for Q. I can just, I can carve out my niche. I can be the fucking QAnon queen of Canada. I can drive around on my weird little RV and I can get you not to pay money and give it to me. Give it to me. Just, just hand yep. it directly over to me. Yep. And then put yourself in mortal peril. Yes, absolutely. By, you know, living in Canada without natural gas. Can you imagine? Now, let's review. The Q says... <laughs> the Q says... <laughs> every letter makes a sound. The Q says... <laughs> Although there are some people, Tom... Yes. ...that do not <laughs> agree with QAnon... <laughs> So How this, weird is this world this, we're living this in, buddy? This story comes from the Raw story. This is Alex Jones explodes at caller over damn QAnon. I've put up with the Q people all over the place, he says. Now, I want to play this clip. This is a great image of Alex Jones, by the way. Just tomato red. Just looking great. He looks like a carnival barker from, like, mom's basement. He he, 100% looks like somebody who is going to, like, I don't know, like, he's going to tell you about Jesus while you're eating. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? I'm in the middle of my burger. Yes. And he's going to come over and try to tell me how I'm evil and I'm going to hell. So this is this is the clip. Now, this is from Twitter. I'm going to play this whole thing uh, so you can enjoy it with us. I mean, I mean, look, I love you, Adam. Did you hear what I just like said? Robot there. He's like, <laughs> I'm going to listen to that one more time. Remember that? Remember he that sounds like he's that Buck Rogers, like yibbity, 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 yes, yibbity. <laughs> yes. It sounds, sounds, like. it sounds like he's got a fucking bad needle and he's on sounds, skip. Yeah, it sounds like yibbity, yibbity, yibbity. Yeah. That's a Buck Rogers robot or something. Buck, how old are we? Buck, Buck Rogers, fucking Rogers, Buck Rogers with a little fake dog or whatever. When the cool fuck? Ship, Buck Rogers probably cool off here in the early eighties. He had a cool ship though. I remember it was he a did. cool ship. I love Buck, Buck Rogers. Rogers. Buck Rogers was badass. Was that Lee Majors? It wasn't Lee Majors, was it? God, I don't know. No, Lee Majors was a $7 million man. Do you remember that? I do. Remember when $7 I million do. was a lot of money? <laughs> this, I, yeah, right? $7 million. You could easily get a hospital oh. bill for that just for like. They should make Jeff Bezos the $7 billion man or whatever. Oh, and fix like, him up. Fix him up. Give him a monocle. It'd be amazing. Oh, All right. He's going to be a fucking. You know Jeff Bezos will be a cyborg in our lifetime. 100% cyborg. All right. Yibbity, yibbity, yibbity. Here's, here's Alex Jones. I mean, I mean. Look, I love you, Adam. Did you hear what I just said in the lead up to that? What did I say to you right before you responded back with, yeah, I know somebody was giving out that information? Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm a little nervous. I might have. Uh, no, no, no. It's, it's okay. It's okay. But you understand that we lost. That was okay. So I, I know that there's people who are listening to this, right? So you didn't see what we just saw, but there was a whole like montage. until that point, there was like this whole computer generated montage yeah of like a ball and it was red and it was sort of going into these like little holes. And I mean, like it was genuinely a weird, like Rube Goldberg machine it's super type weird. thing that was, and, and we're into this, we're into this 20 seconds. So it was like a 20 second thing while they were talking that you didn't get a chance to see Alex Jones. You just saw this weird montage. Yeah. With like a red pill falling yeah, red pill and like turning into, into like a laser and there's yeah, like a piggy bank or like something. A, I don't even know. It's like the, I'm not sure what that thing was. I have no idea. I, I feel like you could spend so much time on what we just saw. Just deconstructing the images that. and yeah. figuring out what it is. But it's crazy to me that that was what was on the screen. You know, I got to tell you, Cecil, all I can really focus on, is though, that is that desk. That fucking desk. I want Look at how desk. many papers. Guys, you can't see how many papers he has on this desk. But my God, he's got to have... He's printed out the internet, like yes. the whole internet, <laughs> the whole is internet. On his desk. He just he just logs into his fucking Chrome account, hits Control P, just print the whole he's internet. Like, he's like got his MSN account, or <laughs> his like AOL account, and he's printing things out. But I will say, his giant green screen behind him, oh, it's and great. that green screen desk, it's awesome, man. That desk is so that desk great, is so good. God, <sighs> it's so good. I his his it's studio, not at all douchey. His studio is pretty great. It is. Cut free because of Q. Oh, okay. okay. Hold on. You understand that we lost the cut free because the of country. Q. Yes, sir. And I have to put up with the Q people all over the place. <laughs> and I'm tired of it. Gosh, so I'm not mad at you, but you just you, you hit a button here. And the damn Q people. Jesus Christ. God. What an unstable human being. I, to go. Right? And I love that the caller was like, I'm a little nervous. He's like, run it, run it, run it. <laughs> He's like, like this poor uh, fucking guy. Isn't that classic abuser stuff? Like, 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 right. Yelling at someone and then being like, I'm not mad at you, but I'm just mad. I'm you know? screaming about the thing you said, but I'm not mad at you. Yikes, that's like, terrifying. Uh, okay. Were the ones that manipulated some people to go into the damn capital and worked with the feds. 
Q is the worst people on earth at the top. Q is the new world order. Q is a psyop to lead us around by our noses. What? What? What the fuck? What is happening? There's like it's it's pretty easy to see what's happening. It is. It's not actually hard to dissect yeah. it, but but when when he says Q is the worst people in the world, and I was like, for one sentence, I agreed with yeah, Alex Jones. Right. Yeah, yeah. I feel and like when he's like Q is ruining this country, and I'm like, yeah. Why am I agreeing? Like all the rest yeah. of it is crazy. Because yeah. wh what he's mad about is that he can't control the Q narrative. It doesn't fit into his Infowars uh, worldview that he's selling. And so it spirals, it moves, it's slippery. It's always out yeah. of his grasp, but he can't use it to sell supplements. And I think, too, I think that you're absolutely right. I think you hit it on the head that it's out of his grasp, right? Yep. I think that there are people who allow Q into their narrative because they think it gets them more audience, but they don't maintain control. And sometimes right. they will say things that might be at odds with other parts of Q. So they're, you know, these people will 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 take it in, and sometimes they sometimes bad things happen. I remember that guy, uh, firefighter prophet guy. Yes. So firefighter prophet guy, he got fucked because there was a back and forth, and you know some of these people get fucked because they get too deep into Q, yep. right? So they'll get too deep in, and they'll be like, "Well, I don't know, man. I thought it was gonna happen, and now nothing's happened, and it feels weird, and I hate my yep. life or whatever." So there are some there's some pitfalls to it. Alex and Jones is smart enough to I recognize that it's a tiger by the tail. Yeah, exactly. He's smart enough to know that if I can't control the narrative, then it's then it's it's useless to me. Right. It may bring someone in, into my audience, but I still won't have any control over that person. Yep. And so it's essentially useless to me. And so what he wanted to do since the beginning, I think, and we talked to the Knowledge Fight guys and they sort of confirmed it, that he doesn't want this narrative in his group. Yep. He wants to have his own narratives, his own racist, shitty, garbage narratives that are very similar there's so much over so alike yeah. that when we first started talking about it, we were surprised that he wasn't embracing Q. Yep. But he can't control it, and that's and that's a big deal. Yeah. That's well, a big deal. Remember that. Remember that person um, that I'm trying to remember who the hell it was, but they they were like a Q person, and they didn't do something, and then all of a sudden they were accused of being a pedophile. And like Q just turns on people yeah. randomly yeah. because there's no central locus of control. Sure. And anybody can be Q. Right. So you could essentially say, well, you're probably this or whatever. Right. You know, yeah. at, at any moment. So the, the best way to, to deal with Q is to stay on the outside of it. Stay all because yeah. being in the middle of that shit, yeah. it's like, ooh. But, mm -mm. but Alex Jones has been a, a sort of vehemently against this for a while. Yep. And, it's weird to be on the same side as Alex Jones, but this is not a my enemy of my enemy situation. No, it's not. Because, no, no. you know, like sometimes that's beneficial. This is not one of those no, moments. This no. is this is fuck them both, light them both on fire. Yeah, right. That's yeah. exactly yeah. what it is. And They're he's both garbage fire. This is one of those things where he's right about a sliver of yeah. an issue for also all the wrong all reasons. All the wrong reasons. Yeah, he's right because he wants yeah. to control it, not because right. he cares about what's yeah. right and wrong. And then his weird narrative, it's just a psyop, and yeah, it's a... Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. more deep state burgle yeah. floggles. Yeah, and exactly. you're just like, He's going to uh, make up whatever it is to, to try to discredit it. Right. Um, when all you just really need to be like, it's just not true. Right. It's yeah. not real. That's the whole... Yeah, yeah uh, all that never happened. Okay, move on. It's interesting, though, that he's blaming Q for the... Insurrection. January 6th. Yeah. Which means he's separating anybody on his audience from that January 6th. Right. So 
there's a, there's a separation there, which is interesting to me because I know that there was someone on his staff that was nearby at the time. Well, he was there and he peaced out. He peaced out, but somebody in yeah. his staff was either close or involved yeah. in some way. So there's, it's interesting that he's choosing this way to push around it, to say, no, it's not. And we're not, we don't like that January 6th stuff. That's Q stuff. Yeah, I, as, as the years have gone on, I've come to understand just how savvy Alex Jones really is. Yeah. I really just thought he was a kook at first. When we first started covering sure, Alex Jones, sure. I'm like, he's just a loudmouth who's charismatically kooky, right? But I, as, as the years have gone on, you can see just how strategic and savvy he actually is. And his leaving, his showing up to January 6th and then recognizing the volatility and seeing it go south and then leaving is really great evidence of that. Yeah. You know? I, yeah, of him being savvy, of yep. him recognizing of him danger. Like, nope, I'm out. And being like, yep. yeah. I'm out. Yep. He recognizes danger and his little weird hood comes up and he backs <laughs> up really quickly. He, Everybody like, in the tank. Like, <laughs> constantly sort of moving backwards with his mouth wide open like, ah. <laughs> Hit the road trip and don't you come back no more. Gary, did you load up the car? We have a lot of stuff. Gary, what are you doing? Okay, why is there a dildo in your mouth? What do you mean there's no more room? You can't fit one item plus the three things in your hand into the car? You can only fit 50% of the item. Half of the item. Okay, then what about those things? Yeah, the three free get. Wait, is this an ad? Okay, okay, so you can only fit 50% off almost any one item. Yes, in the car. Plus, then there's the three free gifts. <laughs> yeah, well, where are the six free movies? <laughs> Gross, Gary. <laughs> well, did you use code GLORY? <laughs> well, obviously, you could fit all these things in the car, because when you use code GLORY at adamandeve.com, you can 50% off almost any one item, three free gifts, plus six free spicy movies, and free shipping, which in turn means there's plenty of space in the proverbial car. <laughs> no, just get in the fucking car. <laughs> Where else? AdamandEve.com to use code GLORY. Where we're going, we don't need codes. I mean, yes, we need code GLORY. Shut up, Gary. I'm very well read. Shut up, Gary! Oh, I love this song. That's the power of code. GLORY. That's the power of code. Why the fuck you lying? Why you always lying? Oh my God. Stop fucking lying. So, again, the world's getting weird. Uh, Yahoo News, getting. Uh, OAN finally admits no widespread voter fraud after after settling defamation. Wow, that's weird. The most important part of this is after settling the defamation suit. That's strange. That's super, super strange. I'm going to read what the what their uh, their quote is here in the article. The segment notes that an investigation by state officials into unsubstantiated claims of widespread voter fraud made by ex-president Donald Trump and Rudy Giuliani turned out to be nothing. Quote, the results of the investigation indicate that Ruby Freeman and Wanda Shea Moss did not engage in ballot fraud or criminal misconduct. End quote. A narrator states, quote, a legal matter 
with this network and the two election workers has been resolved to the mutual satisfaction of the parties through a fair and reasonable settlement, end quote. This is the Chobani's really good for you, Alex yes, Jones it is. moment. Yep. This is what this is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is the second time that OAN has had to scale back and be like, all right, here's a statement. Yeah. I know that we get confused as a news network because, you know, it's kind of built into the title. But we have to pause and say, sometimes the things we say aren't true. Oopsie doopsie. Yeah, sorry. There's literally no damage to that most of the time. But once in a while, when we feel the damage, we immediately retract everything yep. we've ever said, which makes me think we should do a lot more damage to these damaging, yes. shitty organizations yep. that fucking run free. They run their yep. message free for everyone to hear and they spread blatant misinformation. There should be way more lawsuits against shitty garbage organizations that have literally free reign over our our internets and yep. can and and can broadcast their message their lies to people and get away with it there should be a lot less getting away with it there there should and i think if you are a if you are purporting to be a news outlet then your standard for vetting information should be legally higher than everybody else yeah. right so if you're fucking Joe Blow spouting off on the street corner with your megaphone, you have no obligation to, to and no nobody would have a reasonable expectation. And that's why you should have no obligation to necessarily only say true things, right? We should say true things because we should not be shitty, but whatever. But if you are a news organization or you purport to be a news organization or the word news is built into the goddamn title like yeah. One America News, news Network, Network yeah. right? then there should be a higher standard where you should be able to, I should be able to take you to court if you've said bullshit about me and say, show me your due diligence process for vetting the information you publish. And if you cannot lay claim to a process that has editorial and journalistic yep. standards yep. to it, you um, should get fined up to wazoo. I hope that the defamation suit that Dominion is yes, bringing tears them apart. bankrupts these tears guys. Them apart. And Fox too. I, yeah. I know it won't bankrupt Fox, right? There's no way you're going to be able to empty out their coffers. But I hope it. I hope it's damaging enough where enough people are like, you know what? There's not enough new. There's not enough money in this for us to do this sort of thing anymore. Yeah, and what I hope is that they don't settle. I would like to see it go to court. I would like to see there be transcripts. I would like there to see. I would like there to be a an investigative and depositional yeah, process. Right that we can hear and and show the world. That like, would suck if it settles. It would suck, it would so, suck so much. It would suck if it settles yeah. because you really want to hear them have to get raked over the coals. You do. That, that's important. Yeah. Because if you're a believer of OAN and then OAN gets taken to court, I would be like, oh, yeah, well, they're going to defend. They're going to have their time to show their stacks of affidavits. Yeah. And it's like, all right, man, they had nothing. They, they had, had literally nothing. nothing. The emperor has no clothes, and we need to get in the closet. Gonna die, bitch. Oops, that's a letter that I'm writing to uh, my father. I see. My bad. Yeah. Okay, that's the number. Good. Thank you. Uh, this story comes from Reuters. Um, to Reuters Investigates article on extreme policing. U.S. police trainers with far right ties are teaching hundreds of cops. I learned so much from this article. Yeah. So one of the things that I learned from this article is that the people who train the cops, that that training industry is an entirely unregulated yep. industry. Yeah. So Cecil and I- It's a fucking I, wild west. Yeah, dude. we could start a police training uh, company. 
Yeah. And then we, you and I, right now, we could we could create a website and we could have our own training, police training website, and we could go around trying to sell our training services to police forces who could choose to engage that training in order for them to say they completed certain hours yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And we and then we could train them on anything. Mm -hmm. And there's no regulatory process to make sure that what I'm training the cops on is good information. Doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be, there's no rigor behind it. It could be literally whatever they want to learn. And there's no uh, regulatory or vetting process to make sure that I'm not a virulent racist. No, no, because that, that was a guy in this article that's, that's that. A virulent that racist. A far right, alt right racist. Yeah. Just a racist, a shitty person. They showed, uh, like, they talk about his social media feed. They talk about the people he talks to, the, the groups he belongs to, the things he's done, the things he said. And he's a shitty human being. And he's out there training your police officers to deal with your traffic stops yeah. and your, uh, your lost kittens and your uh, muggings and also, you know, involved in high speed chases and, you know, maybe yep. come, maybe showing up when, you know, your, your son or your dad is having a, a, a psychotic episode. Yep. Man, one of the crazy things that they were talking about in this article, this was really appalling. So again, the, the police can get trained on anything by any of these unregulated uneducated people, yeah. right? So it doesn't, again, no standards whatsoever. No standards. So one of the things they were talking about is that there's there's a guy, I think it was the same guy, who's who's offering training about how to believe or who to believe with regard to sexual assault and to distrust women who refer to themselves and their assailant using we. we. So the, the huge number of sexual assaults are intimate partner yeah. or date rape or, yeah. you know, somebody, you know, they know. so you, know them. Yeah. you, you could say we went to a bar and then we went like, out, like, we went home and look, whatever. And the, he is training the police to discount the, uh, the, Sorry, the assault narrative. You. Yeah. I don't believe you. Cause you used, a, you used a let you use one word that I don't, it makes me think you're lying to me. Holy shit. Yeah. Holy shit. These, these guys make the infrastructure that the police rely on worse every day. Yeah. Every day. And this, I can't believe this. And article. what this should show us, you know, is that one, we know it's not difficult to become a police officer. No. Right. right? It's not, yeah. it's not the standard super, is not super, it's high. not super rigorous to become right. a police officer. We don't have years and years and years and years of training. I'm going to be the first one to say they should have so much more training. Than so they much, so much more training. It should be de-escalation training you know, along with all the other paramilitary stuff they want to do. I understand that they want to do that. We live in a country with guns. So there has to be some level of like, you know, physicality, physicality yeah, and, right. you know, some sort of shooting stuff and whatever. I understand you have to do that, but they weight it so heavy on the side of that. And then they also very much weight it on the side of like, like this sort of dude bro policing mentality yep. that yep. our country has. And you know, there should be so much more just to even get in the door. But then the continued training that they have is trash. It's this garbage. This is yep. trash. Yep. You wouldn't, you would walk out of a conference if you paid $20 to be at this thing because there's somebody who's unqualified telling you nonsense from, with a with a racist twang to it. Yep. 
and you would walk out of anything. This wouldn't hold up to any kind of rigor whatsoever. They wouldn't invite these people to talk anywhere. They're getting invited because of nepotism or they're getting invited because they, you know, they, there's something yep. there that allows them to get to have this broad reach. Maybe their message, the underlying message might be appealing to a lot of people. I sure do know there's a lot of overlap between police officers and that Punisher, weird Punisher thing that they're yeah, doing right. with the back, the blue, blue and whatever yeah. stuff. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of deep stuff here that's going on, but the fact that these people are able to walk in and look at the look at all the police officers in your local area and have a conversation with them and possibly change their mind on, you know, two or three important things. Yeah, I mean that's scary. That's man. very scary. That's scary. There needs to be people yeah. who, you know, who do you want on there? You want the people who have had these long careers in policing that have been vetted, that have been, you know. You know, I want the guy who's defused 50 gun gun battles. That's yeah, what right. I want. Not the guy who's the, gotten in five right. shooties shootouts. Killed. Yeah. Or right. I don't, uh -huh. I don't, I want yes. the guy who's been able to slow the people down or not get into those high-speed chases rather than the guy who survived 10 yeah, high-speed right. chases. Right. But they're looking at all the action because because I think that there is a draw for people to become police officers because it feels like there's going to be a lot of action. There's an action yes. movie, right? Yep. And so they feel like there's going to be some sort of action involved in the job. And so that's why they join on. And I, I really wish that we had a lot more Andy Griffiths. Yep. You right. Know? Right. Let's just diffuse this shit. It's not really a situation. Let's figure this out. And instead, what we have is a bunch of people that are like, you know, yeah. I mean, that are that are basically doing it. They're they're all SWAT fucking police force. People. Right. Yeah. They and they want to do the SWAT yes, shit. Yes. Yeah. I think you hit it exactly. I think there is a there is a mentality that this is an action packed job. Right. And that if you want an action packed job, that cop is one of those things that you can go out and be to have an action packed job. These guys also train police on how dangerous the policing yes. job is. Yeah. And by enforcing the message of how much in danger you are, yeah, man. then you automatically come into a situation ready to escalate in order to preserve your safety. Yeah. Right? We talked about this before. Yeah. yeah. So like if I walk into a kennel and I believe that kennel is full of puppies or I walk into a kennel and I believe that kennel is full of rabid dogs. Yeah, vicious dogs, yeah. Like my behavior toward the sleeping dog in the corner is going to be influenced by what I walk into that yeah, kennel thinking. Yeah. So that's 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 incredibly important. I also think that policing just necessarily needs a greater degree of specialization. So yeah, man. Yeah, like, yeah. We should be training investigators and detectives as an entirely separate sure. element. Yeah. Like I should be able to go to college and get a degree in Detecting. Sherlock Holmes. Detective. Right. Yeah. That should have nothing to do with being a beat cop. Yeah. And I should be able to go and get training on how to be a, a beat cop that does not necessarily involve investigation, like beyond a certain level. Sure. Yeah. There, we we really need to specialize. It's one of those fields that is still in many ways overly generalized yeah. in a world that is increasingly embracing yeah. specialization. And and specifically, you know, they talked about it when they talked about defund the police. Stop sending police officers to things that they yes. can't defuse. Oh my God! Yes, you know they, this is this is a perfect example of this. You know these far right cops that are that are teaching these terrible ideas. They're going to get sent out to like I said. You know when somebody's having a psychotic episode, it's it's way better to have somebody there, a, a trained professional who can handle that yep. and defuse that situation than somebody with a fucking gun and an associate's degree. Yep. Yeah, an associate's degree if you're lucky. At best. At if best. you're lucky. At best. 
somebody who's not trained to do this. Right. Right. I'm not yep. shitting on associates. I no, have I'm not either. Right. I have yeah. two of them. <laughs> right. So I'm not shitting. Right. On them. I no. know their worth, and yep. I think they're worthwhile. Right. But I'm I'm not going to say that I am a hundred percent, you know, a master at something because I got an associate's degree no. in it. Yep. And I think like like the problem is is that we're we're putting our lives in their hands, and if you're putting your lives in someone's hands. We don't expect any less from doctors. Right. You can't just go get it. You can't just go to a, a an hour training course and do surgery. Well, I mean, we we talked about this a long time ago, but the requirements to be a hairstylist are greater yeah, in greater. hours. Yeah. So if I want to be a, a, a police officer in New York State and I or I want to do hair in New York State, it is a longer training and apprenticeship process to be a hairstylist yeah. than it is to be a cop. Sure. And that's insane. That's that's And that's not because hairstylists get too much training, right? No. It's because the police are not required. We don't have federal standards. We don't I mean it's just the we whole thing's a, a fucking mess. We don't have a database mess. of them when they right. fuck up in one place to go somewhere else. We have a It's a fucking mess. You're yes, absolutely it's right. It's a fucking mess. The tornado wrecked the town's all-nude library. It demolished Concussion Stadium, the beloved football stadium where high school kids get concussions, and their proud parents cheer, my son's brain is broken now. Just horrible. I wish that tornado was a person so it could go to jail. <laughs> this story is just fucking crazy as hell. And, God, from Rolling Stone. And I, but I found this, by the way, because we got burned on that one Rolling Stone article. I found this in multiple places. Yeah, no, this, everybody's quoting the Rolling Stone yes. article in this, which is why I think when I added it to the notes, I went to the Rolling Stone article, but there was a Vice article. There was yep. a Yahoo it's article. There was an MSN article. There was a Business Insider article. Yep. There's a bunch of different stuff, so. Trump kept asking if China was shooting us with a hurricane gun. So this is another revelation from uh, Defense Secretary yeah, Esper. So Trump Trump is claiming that he basically was running the military himself mm -hmm. because his defense secretary was so incompetent, right? I, I basically ran the military. This is a guy who kept asking. It, he asked it so many times that it became a running joke around the White yeah. House that no, we there is no such thing as a fucking hurricane gun. He wanted to know if he could retaliate for the Chinese hurricane attacks. He's, but you know, like he's such a, it's so crazy that you hear these things, Tom, because we talked about it last week that for every crazy thing you heard about, there's 20 crazy things that nobody ever talked yeah. about that happened behind the scenes. And this was, and as time goes on, those will become more and more to the light. And this is one of those moments where one of those crazy things are coming to the light. You know, he's sitting in front of everybody with his fucking Sharpie extra sized, yeah. Yeah hurricane bubble that he made. He's talking about shooting fucking disinfectant into your veins in front of the, the, the mass populace. But behind the scenes, he's saying just as stupid shit yeah. because he's a stupid, stupid man he is. who had no business being president of the United States. And we elected an incompetent fool yep. as our, as our, our commander in chief of the military. And he, you know, Terrifying. here's the thing. I can forgive you asking that question a single time. I absolutely can forgive you. You're a normal dude. You don't know anything about the military at all. Sure. Right? You're just a guy who shits on a golden fucking toilet on Wall Street. So maybe you come in one time and you say, do they even have like a some kind of weaponry that I don't know about? You know, like right. you don't ask like a hurricane gun. Right. But you could be like, 
look, man, I just been a normal Joe my whole life. Can you just tell me the 10 things that they have that I don't know about? Like, right. is there a hurricane gun? Is there like a weather machine? Yeah. Is there a thing? Right. I don't know. You know, I can forgive that one time. Right. But when you, when it's a running joke that you want to keep on shooting missiles at fucking China, cause they have a weather gun that you don't know about or that you keep asking about, you're a dumb person. Well, and it's, it's like this like constant, and we've heard this now so many times. There's like all the staffers, all the grownups in the room, all the adult serious people are constantly having to be like, oh my God, this fucking guy again. It's like this fucking a guy. It's like wrangling yes. a toddler. It's yes. like having a toddler in your house and you didn't baby proof everything. Right. And so now you're constantly trying to like use your foot to stop them from getting <laughs> at the fucking lights. And then you got to go over here. No, don't co play in the cat box. Yes. No, 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 no. Okay, we want to go over here now. No, don't press the buttons on TV. Oh, you God touched damn the it. front of it. It's disgusting because <laughs> you're a slimy brat and you're always covered in a thin film of gross. And like, but that's yeah. what it was. Yes. And he's just constantly, he's constantly running around the White House as a little tantrum throwing brat yeah yeah there's there's like there's an idea that like really fucking stupid people have that the weather which we can barely predict no man can be controlled know, and that it can be controlled at this like both macro and micro level yeah. like it would be a macro level event to create a hurricane, hurricane? right how much power goes into a hurricane an, an, like, it's uh, basically insane. it's an uh, comparatively to what we would generate it's an infinite yeah, amount of power a, exactly we can't right? generate the we, kind of it, power that it would take to make a hurricane the idea that you could create a hurricane is insane the idea that you could create a hurricane and also control its trajectory where it's like all of and that you're doing all of it secretively right, like, with invisible tools. Right. Don't get me wrong. We have, we have the ability to create a lot of energy at one moment. Right. right? We do have that with ability. Explosions. Not as much, I don't think it's as much. I don't think it's even close to as much as a hurricane, but you can create a large, but the world knows. Right. right? Everybody on the planet knows it happened if you create a large amount we're, of energy at one time. We're, we're creating, in order to believe that there is a fucking Chinese hurricane gun, you have to suppose that the Chinese have a level of technological sophistication, which is like, it's fucking Doctor Who fantastical. It's insane. And he's, and he's genuinely, just to ask that question means that you should not be the leader of the free world. It's okay, your point is taken. It's okay for a regular Joe to ask that question, yeah. right? If, if you're just some guy- And that's guy, what I'm getting to, too, is that we, he was just a regular right. Joe. I mean, a rich We should Joe not be hiring that. regular Joes. I think you're right. I think you're right. What I the think fuck? That's a, because if you put me in that position, I would ask the same question, but I know I'm not capable. Same. Right? I know same. I can't do it. I know that I know my own limitations and be like, if you put me in that position, if tomorrow they're like, Sorry, uh, Biden died, and everybody down the line. <laughs> it comes it down got, to Cecil. And they're like, it's Cecil. It's Cecil. It's your next. I'd be like, cool. I'm just going to basically go there and be like, I'm going to sit here, and I'm going to find every single person in the room that's smarter than me and be like, you guys do it. Yeah, right. And then I'll, I'll sign it. Well, and I think because- if you're, if you got to recognize your limitations, and that's the problem with him. Yeah. That was his yes. issue, yep. right? You know, George Bush, I think- as shitty as a president he was and as shitty as a person he is, he recognized his own limitations and he surrounded himself with people that were evil and shitty and awful, but at least he could get things done in a they way- They weren't because, stupid. Because he knew yes. that yep. he could just trust these people around him to do all the smart shit and he could be the dumb person who signed his name to it. Yep. 
Yeah. But Trump was this stupid person who thought you could just he could just do everything. Trump literally believes he's an expert in everything, everything he touches. Everything. He believes that he's the smartest guy in the room no matter what room it's in. Yeah. And no matter what the topic at, yeah. at hand is, right? Yeah. He's the guy who can hit a fucking hole in one. He's yeah. the guy who can, you know, solve medical problems, make every deal. He there's nothing outside yeah. His level of expertise because he's a fucking fool that still believes in a world simple enough yeah. for one person to understand. Yeah, yeah. We live in no, a world. That's right. You're right. It's crazy. Yeah. A hurricane gun. Hurricane gun. We can't even make a tornado gun. You know what I mean? I know. What the fuck? We're like not even starting small with like like dirt devil gun. <laughs> really? Like how about like a like a sash gun? Right. Like you know. <laughs> Like, yeah, like the best we could do is like a super soaker. Right. <laughs> like, can we make it, can we fill up fucking like the reservoirs in Southern California? No, right. Because like they're so low that the bodies are showing yeah, up. If we if we that's can, for real. If we can, if we could do that, we should do it in the places in the country that are experiencing a severe drought. Right. right. You know, like if they could do that, why didn't we just die out the trees that were on fire and during the fires and while you were president? Trump? Right. Yeah, the, the 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 entire West, or are we saying like that the Chinese have, you have to believe, here's the other thing you would have to believe. You would either have to believe that we have this technology as well, Yeah. but and but we did not use it for good, right? That that being able to control the weather, we still were like, nah, whatever. Nah, whatever. Like, heat waves where they're at, droughts where they're at, fires where they're at, I don't give a fuck. I'm just, we're not going to use it. So, okay, or you have to believe that the Chinese have a level of, of yeah. weaponistic technological, technological sophistication. Yeah. And yet you still want to bomb them. Yeah, you still want to start that fight. <laughs> right. That's like me being like, dude, Anderson Silva fights like a beast. I should fight him I, so that I yeah. don't get fought by him later. <laughs> Think I'd kick my hey, ass all day. Hey, kick my ass asleep. The best defense is a good offense. Holy Tom. shit. Best defense. Everything is dumb. The more you think, the Man, dumber it gets. It gets worse every week. And the more that comes out, it's the worst. And I just, I just think to myself, I'm like, I know the people who voted for him stay away from this kind of news and they don't pay attention to it, but I'm always just like, you voted the stupidest person. Stu in the genuinely. World. He's the dumbest person in the world and you voted him into office and you should yes. feel ashamed. Even if you agreed with deeply, all of his crazy principles. Deeply, deeply ashamed. ashamed. Yeah. So that's going to wrap it up for this week. We just recorded this week a Skeptics in the Pub on the Skeptics in the Pub uh, Twitch, which will be on the YouTube. So you can go check that out. I mean, the Skeptics in the Pub, we recorded as about our book, The Grand Unified Theory of Bullshit, which you can find at dissonancepod.com. That, uh, that book is available through Amazon in three different formats. You can find it in hardcover, paperback, and Kindle. And then you can also download from our website, not Amazon-related, the audiobook, which Tom reads. And it's a wonderful audiobook. Eight hours worth of worth of uh audiobook goodness for you. That is, we think a good book, a good product for you to yeah. buy. So uh, if you want to do that, you can go do it. We talked about the book extensively with Michael Marshall, Skeptic of the Year at uh <laughs> at the Merseyside Skeptics, and it was Skeptics in the Pub. We had a great time. We got off maybe an hour and a half ago, and it was just a great time. So Check it out. We'll, we'll link to it in the show notes if we can. I'm not sure their Twitch was showing up the previous video, but I think their YouTube will have it. So we'll link to that. Um, so check it out. If you haven't seen it before, go check it out. Um, that is going to wrap it up for this week. Uh, remember, we won't be doing a live stream next week 
Uh, so if you show up at the live stream, we will not be doing one uh, this Thursday, but we'll be back the following week. Uh, but that's going to wrap it up for this week. We're going to leave you like we always do with Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information, and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.